This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm Juan Williams. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. I'm John Saucier. Last week, police outside Paris tried to stop a teenager driving a Mercedes. The incident escalated and the cops shot and killed that kid. The subsequent protests have been devastating and not only what has been destroyed, but also to the political power which represents the status quo in France. Emmanuel Macron doing everything he can to quiet this down. But in this instance, both sides seem angry with the French president. He isn't sufficiently supporting the police and he isn't sufficiently calling out these descendants of immigrants and their inability to assimilate. And the left is calling out him not addressing police reform. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. French police shooting and killing a 17-year-old driver, and since then, France has been burning. (laughs) Extremely violent riots have been going on in France ever since this terrible incident, and a lot of the outrage and aggression may have to do with tension that's been simmering in the country for years. Now it seems to be at a full boil. It's totally amounted to at least $1 billion in damages. We're speaking today with Tiana Lodesher, a commentary writer for the Washington Examiner and frequent guest on Fox. Some 700 police officers have been injured, thousands of cars destroyed, and a couple hundred police precincts have been vandalized in couple some capacity. Hundred. That is absolutely wild. And this all stemmed from a police-involved incident with a 17-year-old. Can you just give us some news on that? Yes. Yeah, so Nahal M, he was stopped by the police who say he was driving recklessly and dangerously. And during that police stop, they allege that he wasn't shutting off his car. He was trying to leave the scene of being stopped. Under French law, cops are allowed to use le- or they're allowed to use firearms and lethal force during traffic stops gone wrong. There have been some French who have been pushing to reform that law previously. But in essence, that's what that's what triggered these riots. The fact that the French, in order to accost this this boy, really, this teenage, this teenager, um, they shot and killed him. Okay, and this 17 year old was of Algerian and Moroccan descent. Obviously, there's a lot of Algerian and Moroccan immigrants who live in France, specifically in the suburbs outside of Paris. So this is a big issue for, I guess, anyone in France, but especially those who would identify with those groups, too. You mentioned his car. I just want to point out the type of car that he was driving. Do you have that information? Oh, yeah. So he was driving. I believe it was an expensive Mercedes Benz, right? Yeah. Um, and and so the cops are also very attuned to carjacking in France, like here, uh, or 
as in the United States, carjacking has been a bigger problem as of late. And especially the the French relationship with the banlieues is very complicated. So the banlieues are these suburbs that are outside of a big wealthy city like Paris. And they do tend to be occupied by these you know, sort of socially immobile second and third generation immigrants disproportionately from countries that you, that used to be colonized by France. So like you say, Algeria, Morocco. Um, so the cops have a similar tension with these banlieues, especially these youths. You know, the adults aren't known for crime, but this and especially these riots have brought out a lot of youth crime. The average age of those um, arrested for these most recent riots is 17. There have been reports of those as young as 13 being arrested. Wow. So we've got a lot of tension that's been boiling in France, it sounds like, especially with younger people whose parents or family members may have come from another country there. Is this part of a maybe a larger piece of tension in France between immigrants and those who were born in the country? Absolutely. So unlike a country like America, where assimilation still means getting to retain some of your culture and bringing it here, the French are ardently secular. The um, the notion of laïcité, which is the secular law in France, legally forbids religious iconography and religion and worship to be a part of public life. So this is why it was very controversial about 10 years ago when the French banned female students from wearing burqas in the classroom, in public school classrooms, because a part of the laïcité, you cannot wear a crucifix, you cannot wear a cross, you cannot publicly worship. So that makes it a little bit more difficult to assimilate your culture. You know, you think about here in America, if you have a Latino immigrant from South America, they come and they go to public school, but they also have their own private Catholic church that they can go to. If you come from Saudi Arabia, you get to go to a mosque. You get to attend uh, Islamic weekend school. That is not the case in France. They've always tried to iron out those differences. And the result is a society that is more stratified. In these bonlus, there's an, uh, there's not as much assimilation, not just in culture, but also in terms of language. That's bad for the job market. The EU, like the United States, has been undergoing a lot of inflation. And like the U.S., has a huge demographic decline that's going to make it difficult to continue to pay into the vast French social safety net. That's why you saw about three years ago, the Gilets jaunes protest, those were the green jackets, who were uh, protesting Emmanuel Macron's attempts to reform the French pension system. Because the fact is, is that as you have fewer workers, and that includes these young, you know, second, third generation children from Northern Africa, they're going to get less benefits as a result. So it really feels like almost there was a perfect storm of things going on between immigrants to France and the French government. And then all of a sudden this happens, this terrible incident where a 17-year-old is killed by French police. And it just boils over to these massive protests here. So to me, from what you're describing, it feels like these protests are a little bit beyond just one person being killed, especially when you have people fighting with the police, burning down buildings. And I have to draw the comparison, of course, to what happened in Minneapolis in 2020, where a police officer kneeled on the neck and murdered George Floyd. And that sparked huge protests here in the United States. But 
it wasn't just that one murder that people were angry about. It was the relationship between African-Americans and police officers. And it didn't help that the George Floyd was an African-American. The police officer was white and the video went viral and everything. Do you see a lot of similarities to maybe the George Floyd protests that America saw and what's happening in France right now? Absolutely. So uh, Emmanuel Macron twinted, uh, pointedly uh, blamed social media for just the sheer volume of these riots and the fact that they were sustained for so many days, they were sustained for so many days. And there is a grain of truth to that. We're seeing in research that social media, especially for this generation that really never grew up without it, these teenagers, we do see that it reflects in higher rates of depression and anxiety. And while that could just be correlative, there's definitely a causal relationship as evidenced by the summer of 2020 riots here, the riots there. Now, there is one huge difference. America has a long history of peaceful protest, and even the family of George Floyd called for peaceful protests. The family of the teenager that was killed in France took to TikTok to call for uh, a revolt in the name of Nael. So the French have always been a little bit more inclined to rioting. There's a reason why this is the Fifth Republic in not that many years. Um, but also, it's it's being stoked by by a family that wants violence. It's being stoked by these migrants who, again, the, the lack of social mobility here is important. These are not immigrants who are born from other countries who are predominantly rioting. The of the arrests, the majority are French born descendants from from immigrant families. So there's a crisis of assimilation. There's a crisis of of a lack of upward mobility. And yes, of course, that's that's deeply reflected in the police who are that last bulwark of um, who the last bulwark of the state. Right now, France is looking similar to how America looked in 2020 with fires burning, political sides becoming further divided and a death by the hands of police that has a lot of people angry. And it's not just police shooting of a 17 year old in France, which has people upset. This politically divided country and European power has been struggling in navigating the modern world, despite having a leader who calls himself a centrist. We're talking about these riots and these issues today with Tiana Lo Descher, commentary writer for the Washington Examiner and frequent guest on Fox. She's following the French riots very closely and giving us some color commentary on what's become an intense situation in a very political country. We've got much more coming up for you straight ahead. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. You mentioned French President Emmanuel Macron blaming social media for just how expansive and violent these riots have been. But I want to take a little bit of a closer look at how he's reacted to this because there was a little controversy early in these rioting where he was actually paying attention a little bit more to a concert than maybe what was going on in his own country. Can you just talk about that and maybe a take on how um, President Macron has handled these these riots? So Macron is not at is not near at his political strength right now. He he hobbled together a coalition in order to stay in power. But the French far right, much further right than than the United States Republican Party, 
They're much more nationalist. They're much more nativist. They've been nipping at his heels basically since he basically since he took over power in France. He doesn't want there to be much focus on these riots, not just because of the riots themselves, but what they reflect. In his estimation, France is very much not a racist country. They do not have to reckon with the legacy of colonialism. Um, he's very much a, a, a move on style candidate uh, or move on style politician. He's also been criticized as out of touch by both the populist left and right. Mélenchon, who's the main socialist rival to Macron, he's been calling for police reform, whereas, again, Macron doesn't want to have to give an inch. Um, he's a former businessman who's extremely wealthy, about as, a, about as elite as one can get. And this has signaled, and you see this with Marine Le Pen, who represents the French far-right party, Front National, She's used this as an opportunity to call Macron out of touch. In her estimation, it's he isn't he isn't sufficiently supporting the police and he isn't sufficiently calling out these descendants of immigrants and their inability to assimilate. And the left is calling out him not addressing police reform and him, him not addressing uh, France's checkered racial history and colonialism. So he's really finding himself in a tough spot with the political pressure and then obviously the pressure of his country burning right now. And I think you mentioned earlier the pension reform protests in France, too. There's been a lot of protests in France under Macron. And uh, this one is particularly interesting to me just because of all the different factors at play here and all the different layers that went into this. I think this is much more than just one 17-year-old getting killed, which obviously is a tragic incident. But maybe it's underlying problems, it seems, that are kind of coming to a head. And this was the lightning rod that made it all happen. Now, Macron is in his second term. Is there any more terms he's eligible for after this, or is this it? So he's made very clear that not only is he not staying in power, his party was an invention by him, right? It was a it's a center left party that he basically designed. On Marsh, it's unclear what the future of that party is without Macron in the driver's seat. Recall that Macron getting a 33% approval rating yesterday was the highest he's had in months. Ron Klain, when he was still Joe Biden's chief of staff, famously used Biden getting, you know, a 40 percent approval rating as a boast to say, see, Joe Biden is more popular than Macron and Macron was was reelected. Of course, that ignores the fact that the French presidential system is much different than the American one. But, yeah, there's not much joy in this. There's a very real chance that for the first time, Front National actually does manage to eke out the presidency because the center right opposition has really just given way to the further right. And incidences like these really do sway public opinion. Remember that because France is in the Schengen zone in the European Union, that means that anyone from any of the other Schengen countries can enter France without going through customs or border patrol. You're able to have free entry within the Schengen zone. So all it takes is one country having a more porous border in order for someone to come to France and be able to access those social services. There is a reason why why welfare systems and open borders or even porous ones are not compatible. Tack on this demographic decline where you disproportionately young, you young workers becoming fewer and fewer in number, supporting a much greater share of retirees, that has real political costs. And, you know, Macron has tried pension reform. He, he, he was nearly taken out of power for, for trying to get pension reform done. That was what caused the Gilets jaunes protests a couple of years back. 
So this formula isn't getting any nicer for the next candidate trying to come to power. Oh, you think politics is crazy in the United States? Look at France. It's wild going on over there, too. And we appreciate you explaining the ins and outs of it for us. Very interesting. Not only what's happening, but the whole model with France as well. As, you know, a powerful European country with a large economy. And a country that's very close also to the United States in terms of our relationship uh, diplomatic with them. Tiana Lodesher, commentary writer for the Washington Examiner. Thanks for taking the time and your explanations here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts.